0: It's Wednesday, May third, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes of the Guardians uh, fall in the Bronx to the Yankees, four to two, on Tuesday night. Uh, this time, though, it wasn't Garrett Cole really the uh, the villain in this one. It was more uh, self inflicted wounds with uh, with James Karinchak coming in and, and not being able to hold the uh, uh, the the lead there for uh, Cleveland. Uh, but really the big takeaway from this is uh, Tanner Bybee and his major league debut against the Rockies last week uh, was was no fluke. Uh, this kid uh, looks like he, he can pitch in the major leagues and looks like he's going to be around for a while.
1: Yeah, Joe, very impressive, um, you know, five and a third, two runs allowed, five strikeouts, no walks, four hits. And, uh, you know, he was averaging like not over 95 miles an hour with his fastball he really leaned on that hard, uh, you know. He said he had much better uh, fastball command than you know his his uh, big league debut against the Rockies, and just an impressive an impressive outing. He went well, he, at one point he retired twelve straight until he gave up the uh, home run to Anthony Volpe, uh, you know, with uh, with one out in the sixth.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't just uh, you know watching him. Out, the, it was the the poise and the maturity and the uh, being able to handle all that that gives you sort of that that sense that you know this isn't just a, a one or two off thing. This is a
1: this looks like a pitcher that could be in the rotation for a while. Yeah, definitely. You know they you know they've made it clear. Uh, the Guardians have made it clear that these two young kids, Logan Allen and uh, Tanner Bybee, aren't going anywhere. So uh, you know it's going to be fun to watch them. I don't know, you know, what happens when Tristan McKenzie comes back? What happens when Aaron Savali comes back? But that's still down the road. Right now, these kids have a chance to really establish themselves, and really kind of, you know, put the rest of the field in a rearview mirror if they keep pitching like they have. Yeah, and and you
0: get like the sense that it 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 wasn't just, you know, they're up here and they're struggling to keep their head above water. This is the kind of thing where. Uh, there are adjustments and there are little uh little refinements, you know, uh, finishing hitters off when you get ahead of them in the count a little earlier so you can keep going, uh, pitch deeper into games. And, you know, those are things that we were talking about Shane Bieber back, uh, you know, a few years ago uh, about, you know, the next level sort of things. Uh, we're not worried about whether or not Tanner Bybee's stuff plays at the big league level because he's, he's shown in just two starts uh, that he can get major league hitters out and he can get them out with strikeouts.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely this is a different kind of pitcher than the the other guys they have in this rotation. You know, he's throwing 95 to 97 miles an hour. He has velo. You know, the other guys uh, really kind of, you know, the the other four starters are kind of, you know, like what? I'd say, what, 90 to 93, Joe, or, you know, kind of sit mm-hmm. there. Maybe, uh, you know, Tristan can throw a little bit harder than that, but not really. Uh, you know, so this is, uh, you know, this is kind of gives you a different look. Uh, you know, obviously, that wasn't the A lineup for the Yankees. You know, uh, uh, you know, so there was a couple big, big pieces missing Aaron Judge and, and, and uh, Giancarlo Stanton. But still, you know, to go out there, at, you know, in front of over 34,000 at Yankee Stadium, you know, the biggest stage in baseball and pitch like he did was impressive. And also, you know, he takes that ball off his left hand in the uh, in the fifth inning, stays in the game. Uh, you know comes back out for the sixth and uh you know he showed some he showed some grit too
0: yeah that was a, a scary moment 105 miles an hour uh, 105.2 miles an hour uh comebacker by uh, oswaldo cabrera uh by tried to make the play uh and, yeah, yeah uh you know to his credit but uh, that that didn't work out all that well uh I charged with an error on that but uh, yeah, like you said, uh, you know, he showed something, and and that's a way to to get your teammates to you know run through a wall for you. Speaking of teammates running through a wall for you, uh, how about Will Brennan and the catch he made off of Volpe in the the very first inning?
1: Yeah, not a bad catch at all. And uh, you know, the night before him and uh, Miles Straw almost had a collision in 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 right center field, but uh, yeah. You know, uh, really, uh, you know, uh, he really made a nice play there, uh, and uh, he looks, you know, he looks comfortable there. He he's a fun kid to talk to. He's, uh, you know, he's got a little edge to him, a little cockiness.
0: Yeah, and uh, and it's something you can tell that 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 Tito really likes that uh, out of Will Brennan. Uh, all right, it, we talked yesterday uh, before the game about uh, Garrett Cole and his history against this ball club, and. You know, this looked like uh, almost like a repeat performance of uh, Cole's start uh, in uh, Cleveland back uh, April 11th, where he gave up a couple of runs early and then uh, the Guardians failed to sort of put the knife to his throat and, uh, and and get him out of the game. And because of that, he was able to settle in and find his, his command, find his fastball and 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 really sort of worked the hitters over for uh, for a few innings after that.
1: Yeah, he you know, uh, Francona was saying you know he obviously you know uh, Garrett Cole didn't have his his fastball command last night, especially early, but he showed you just what how good a pitcher he is when you know he could pitch like he did you know give up you know. You know, make 60, 65 pitches in the first three innings and still give the Yankees six innings and only, uh, you know, hold uh, Cleveland to two runs, five hits, eight strikeouts. You know, I thought uh, the second inning really showed, Joe, I mean, they, they had a chance there. You know, uh, uh, Josh Bell reaches on a leadoff walk. Then he hits Jimenez. And, uh, you know, so they got a chance there. Um and uh, then he strikes out the three, the last three guys in the lineup to, uh, you know, end that rally. They come back and score two more, two runs in the third, uh, on another, you know, a good inning. You know, you know, three straight hits by Rosario, Ram- Ramirez, and Naylor. Uh, then uh, he walks Be- uh, Bell again, but again they fail to, you know, put that big inning together. And Joe, I, I just don't know, offensively, you know, how many big innings this team is going to to you know muster be able to uh you know accumulate if if no, nobody hits a home run here it looks like you've got a, a bat around to to score four or five runs in an inning
0: yeah and and that was a problem at times last year it was certainly a problem in uh the playoffs in this same venue uh, it's almost like playing against the yankees and playing uh at yankee stadium sort of exposes that lack of uh you know explosiveness uh, for this uh this ball club uh it it's pretty obvious to to everybody that um uh you know that's that that's the case uh do you think in the in the eighth inning uh bell gets a, a leadoff single and you know they they they're playing for a run they they need to to score and uh andres Jimenez with the uh the ground out bunt um to to Wandi Peralta who made a nice play uh, getting uh, Gabriel Arias the pinch runner at second. Uh, in, in that situation, Jimenez just, you know, giving himself up there. Uh, it just proves, again, bunting in, in a lot of ways is uh, it should be, you know, a very last resort sometimes.
1: Yeah, and I think he's struggling, Joe. You know, you can tell he's uh, he's having a tough time swinging a bat. Uh, Francona said after the game that he bunted on his own. Uh, just trying to get the runner over, but you know, I think you'd rather have him swing away there, especially with that r- short right field porch. You know, he hit 17 home runs last year. You know, swing the bat. You know, r- right there, swing the bat. Give it. You know, get get. You know, Bell on in, in scoring position at least. Get him on third base, but. Or if you're going to bunt, you know, make it a better bunt, I guess. <laughs> and not so hard straight back to the pitcher. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh,
0: James Karinczak, we talked about how Karinczak came in uh, and and did allow that uh, that tying run to score. Uh, and then later uh, he came back out for uh, the following inning, I, I believe the seventh, and uh, gave up the home run to Anthony Volpe. Uh, the go-ahead home run proved to be the game winner. Uh, Karinczak's had a, a real problem uh, giving up home runs this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, last year in 39 innings he gives up two. This year he's already given up four, and uh, just uh, he made a bad pitch to uh, you know Willie Calhoun. He was up 0 and two in the count uh, and threw a breaking ball that caught way too much of the plate, uh, and you know that kind of you know put them ahead to stay. Uh, you know, just uh, I don't know, Joe. I mean, you know, I guess all pitchers go through this, but you know. If, you, you, you can't be an eighth inning guy or a seventh or eighth inning guy, a late inning guy and come in there and you know give up home runs. We've seen that happen you know before, and I mean you've got to be able to limit the damage and yes, it's only one run, but when you when you have an offense like Cleveland's that isn't going to score a whole lot of runs, that one run you know really weighs heavily on the final outcome.
0: Right, and and that's you know Tito keeps going back to that and saying uh, it's when you play games and you try to win games the way that this offense is is doing it, those one you know mistakes or two when you get, games aren't spread out, uh, those mistakes are magnified and Kiermaier just seems to be he's 0 and 4 with a, a 5.87 ERA right now and uh, he's given up five home runs like you said. Uh, I I wonder if you know, and Tito's notorious for sticking with his guys in their roles and and whatever. But do you move Karinchek back maybe to to try and get him straight here? Uh, he's got guys that can come in and and pitch in that spot. And hopefully he's getting another one at the end of this week if if Sam Hentges is uh, is able to, to join the the club uh, for the homestand. Uh, you know, do you talk about maybe working him a, a, a little earlier in games where there's a little less risk? a uh, little
1: uh, you know not not as high leverage situations for for Karen Jack for a little while yeah you might you know and this was the first time he's gone more than an inning so uh, you know the uh, you know first time this season that he's you know come out uh, for uh, you know more than an inning's work i don't know if that had anything to do with it uh but uh it, it could be joe i, I mean uh, you know you're you're right you know frank is a little he takes his time shuffling uh, you know rolls but uh, you know you've got Eli Morgan pitching well uh Eli gave up a run today uh, last night uh, his first uh first turn run of the season but you know maybe he's an option you know it, to to start later in the game
0: but uh the bottom line here is you know anybody who's who's calling for Karen check to you know uh, get sent down or, or get get optioned or anything like that i i, I think that's a little heavy handed uh this is a guy who's proven in the past what he can do uh and 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 been in big situations and gotten big outs for this club uh it's just right now it looks like he's he's struggling a little bit
1: yeah and uh you know we'll we'll see you know i think uh, there's going to be you know they're going to have to make some kind of move here coming up at the, this weekend you know with uh you know Sam Henkes, uh, Hentges uh coming back from uh, Columbus whether he pitches tonight in his last rehab appearance with Columbus or not but he's going to be, you know, they're going to have to make a move one way or the other this uh, this weekend. I don't know if, it, you know, it, it's, it, it feels like or, you know, all signs point to either, you know, Zach Plesak or or Peyton Battenfield getting sent down or, you know, make some kind of movement there. I, I don't know. Maybe one of those guys could go into the bullpen, Joe, as well. But that, that would, you know, you'd have to make a move there, too, right? Right,
0: yeah, you'd need to create a spot, and uh, I think the, the most likely scenario is that, is that Peyton Battenfield gets uh, sent down in order to keep him stretched out in case you need a spot starter, in case you need you know uh, somebody to fill that Connor Pilkington role uh, from last year if there are rain outs or anything like that. I think the, the most logical step is uh, Battenfield uh, to the minors, uh, give Henches his spot on the roster and, and move police to the, uh, to the bullpen as a, as a long guy.
1: Yeah. And then, but then who's the starter then who's, who's the fifth oh, starter.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got, well, again, uh, police act would have to prove himself over the next, yeah. uh, let's say month or so, uh, because that his, his hold on that spot would be uh, until about Tristan McKenzie or uh, Aaron Savali yeah. were ready to come back. So yeah, uh, you know, police act better get himself ready if uh if he's not gonna perform in the in the starters role for uh you know some sort of long relief role but uh you know that's that's for down the road uh right now in the here and now they've got one more game in this series and it's uh Shane bieber day uh in the bronx uh Shane bieber against clark Schmidt uh unfortunately not a getaway uh a game they're gonna they're gonna wait until tonight are they gonna get the game in with the weather
1: yeah joe <laughs> If they can play Sunday at Fenway, they can play through anything. So I think they'll get it through. The weather is not great. It's been cloudy and cold, uh, you know, this whole trip. But uh, they've got the right guy on the mound to end this trip, Joe. Uh, you know, Bieber started it in in Fenway with a win on Friday night. He could end it. Hopefully, you know, he can uh, close out the books on, on this trip with another win or another good performance and um you know couldn't send them home they could still be end up three and three on this trip you know against uh boston and the yankees and i guess you'd, ta- you'd have to take that joe yeah i think going into
0: the trip if if you said uh okay take a three and three trip uh in, in six games to boston and new york uh, i think they would have they would have been all right with that uh right now if you look at the uh at the standings they're what 14 and 16 uh every team in the american league east is playing at a you know, a hundred win pace and every team in the American league central is playing at about a 60 win pace. So, uh, you know, not great, but uh, you know, the, the, the twins are still only three games up on the guardians and, you know, that's who they get to face uh, beginning on Friday, which is, you know, a a positive that they, you know, finally get into some, some heavy uh, um, division, uh, you know, games and, and, and taking on uh, division opponents. And, uh something that you know they they need to get into that division and start winning games there.
1: Yeah, they've only played what? They've only played what? 3 uh 3 AL Central games in the month of April against Detroit. It didn't go well against the Tigers, but you know, it'll be good to get back into the uh, AL Central and just see, you know, you know just how good the Twins are. They've they've gotten off to a decent start. You know, they haven't run away with the division the way Cleveland has been playing. Uh, they, they certainly gave them that opportunity. But, you know, the Twins pitching, pitching especially their starting rotation, is much improved. So it's going to be interesting. But, Joe, I mean, they... Uh, this this team has to find a way to score more runs. Look, they have scored three or fewer runs in eighteen of their thirty games. That's sixty percent of their games. They don't score more than three runs, and they're four and fourteen in those games. Yeah, they just don't have the uh, the boppers in the lineup
0: right now that are are, are hitting consistently. I mean, uh, Josh Bell has done enough to sort of keep his head above water uh, lately uh but the way he struggled early sort of really cost them in in big spots in some of those April games uh and and Jose Ramirez is 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 being Jose Ramirez but it's he's he's sort of been taking what the the opposing pitchers and the opposing uh defense has been giving him and and that really doesn't give you the uh the run production that they sort of need out of him uh he he's been he, he's Jose Ramirez at the plate so far this year has been sort of okay. I'll take my dump single to left and and get on base and you know have a a, a 980 OPS, but uh, you know it doesn't equate to anything in a in, in any sort of a you know weighted runs created plus. He's he's not high up there because nobody else around him is doing anything.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a Jose Ramirez light, you know, almost <laughs> uh and uh you know the the one guy that's coming around to, is has been Josh Naylor, Joe. He's uh you know he's hitting 324 with uh, nine RBIs in his last ten games, that's a good sign. He's had a decent trip here, two big hits, you know, one uh, two, uh, Monday night against the Yankees, another big hit last night too mm-hmm. with the double and uh, the, a big hit, a three-run double against against uh, Boston on Saturday. So, you know, that's encouraging. But they need, they need more than one guy. They've got to get a couple, two or three or four guys hot in this lineup. You never have all nine hot, but it would be nice to have – three or four or five contributors
0: yeah you didn't see Naylor with the uh the rock the baby celebration after he got the uh the the big hit uh yesterday against Cole there was there was nothing but uh you know gesturing to his teammates in the dugout other than that he uh he sort of you know kept things in check uh as we expected after after the uh you know the the dust up last year
1: yeah, definitely. He's. Uh, I think you know. I. I don't know. I still think Naylor has something planned here, but who knows? But you know, this is the last. This is the last time well, against the Yankees, right? The last game this right. season. Last
0: game, yeah. And yeah, I don't know if he necessarily has something planned. I think that that just sort of, you know, it all comes out of him. Yeah. You know, spontaneously, but. Uh, if there's something within reach for him to grab or whatever, I, I'd be I'd be more worried about that than uh, you know <laughs> it, just anything planned or any sort of dance or celebration or you know showing a team up that way. That that's not who Josh Naylor is. Uh, as far as I, you know, thing something occurred to me when you were talking about uh, Tanner Bybee and uh and Shane Bieber. We we've, we've made a, a big deal about uh, Shane Bieber's drop in velocity uh over the the last couple of seasons just uh you know after his uh Cy Young campaign in 2020 uh and it, it's been pretty noticeable but uh, he's still an effective pitcher and, and still able to, to to get outs because he pitches what would uh, what would Shane Bieber be like with Tanner Bibby's or Tanner Bibby's velocity you know Bibby topped out at 98.6 on his fastball last night uh that that's pretty solid if if Bieber were pumping 98-6, what, what would Shane Bieber's ceiling be? I mean, you wouldn't even be talking about
1: uh, – he would be getting Garrett Cole money uh, as, as a free agent in two years. Yeah, you're talking Garrett Cole. You know, it's a guy that can, you know, he can pitch. You know, he can finesse you. Then he can, uh, you know, then he can, you know, just throw it by you too. So, uh, you know, you, you know, you would be talking. He'd be in that class. And right now, you know, I really like the way beaver pitches. His pitching, you know, he 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 makes adjustments. You know, he's kind of the thinking man's pitcher now. You know, he really uh, they they game plan him and Zanino really work well together. He, you know, they he knows people are swinging early on the count against him you know against his breaking stuff so he's used more fastballs he's pitched inside more with the fastball you know he pitches you know with the fastball early and late to kind of counter it so it's a cat and mouse game with him and and it's fun to watch
0: yeah I think the the comparison in my mind right now is does does Bieber want to be more of a, a Greg Maddox or does he want to be more of a Nolan Ryan if he wants to be more of, uh, you know, a Nolan Ryan, he, he needs that that velocity to to, to pump it by guys, and uh, certainly that uh, aggressiveness and assertiveness. But, you know, like you said, that that cerebral approach and, and carving up corners, and you know, having uh, you know throwing a fastball when they're expecting the curveball, and 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 that kind of stuff uh, is, is really uh, the way that I think that his future, you know is his the trajectory of his career is 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 on a better path that way you know if you're trying to pump 98 and you blow your elbow out uh you know you're not going to be as effective i think he can stay healthier if if he pitches at the velocity that he's at
1: yeah, Joan, I don't know how, how hard can Shane Bieber throw? I, I mean, I guess I'm I'm sure he could throw, you know, he he could sit there on the mound and hit 95 miles an hour if he wanted to, but like you said, you know, but what can he What, command it, what does it, what does it cost him? You know, yeah, does it cost him command and control and all that? And, you know, how long is he going to be able to do that for, for in a game? All
0: right. Well, uh, I, Hey, uh, our thoughts on, on this and, and all sorts of other things, uh, can be found in our subtext uh, subscription service. Uh, we, we text back and forth with our subscribers for three ninety nine dollars a month. Uh, you can get uh, our thoughts on the Guardians and breaking news and any insight that we have uh, here on, on Guardians subtext. Uh, 216-208-4346 is the number to send a text to uh, to sign up or go to cleveland.com slash subtext and sign up there. Uh, 3.99 a month again gets you all of our uh, our uh, behind the scenes sort of uh, peek at what the Guardians are up to. Uh, Hoynesy, we will be back with you on uh, the off day uh, tomorrow to to wrap up the road trip, uh, look ahead to the big showdown series with the Twins uh, here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. All right, Joe.